Hey, hey, dishes, we're back. Welcome to Soap This Selling Style. Of course, I'm your host, Michael the Maverick, aka Hona Kane Tyler. And of course, I have my motley crew of everyone coming in today. Ariette, Negro Demons, Tony, and Dylan. Say hello. Hey, hello. <laughs> Negro, <Hi>, what? <laughs> This is why you need to listen to the podcast when you're not here. Mm. Love that you didn't know that. Love that you didn't know that. Welcome to the reboot, Grandpa. Oh, yeah, Negro Demons. Anyways. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all you got to say? That's a thing? (laughs) Look it up. Anyways. Now we got to send you the poem from Posse. (laughs) God. <laughs> Anyways, well, we're here, you guys. We're having a great time, as you can obviously tell. So this is going to be a great week to discuss. Let's go ahead and head into the Salem Spectator Special Report, sponsored by Jennifer Rose Hoyt Never Row, Emmy-winning Katie McLean's version. Here's Tony. All right, well, we've got a short list of news this week, but the New Days promo reveals the returns of Will, Sonny, and Eric to our screens next week. Are we excited? All Eric had to say was coming right up. And that's when I knew that it was curtains for Rafe and Nicole. Right? Salvation has been brought down. And the fact (laughs) that they even put that in the promo tells you that they know that Eric and Nicole are still where it's at. Because uh, they've never uh, tried to pro- like they've never tried to promote Rafe and Nicole like that. Never, never. Because we would have climbed them so hard if they ever even tried. But yeah, I'm happy. Uh, I think there was a promo of Ava seeing them, like Ava seeing them almost kiss in the in the kitchen. But that was more her point of view than them. Oh. But like they've they've never even promoted Rafe and Nicole as this big couple, like you know, like they're trying to get behind. So this to me was very telling. I was not expecting Eric this soon. When he showed up in the promo, I screamed. Praise I'm the really Lord! Salvation um... has been brought down. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to see him. I hope they use him. I'm not gonna hold yeah. my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few thoughts about that. I'm really excited um, about Eric's return, and I'm obviously here for for an Eric Cole reunion. But before they start pivoting towards them again, a I want Eric to work for it and earn it. me, yes. earn yes. me. That's not it though. B the writing for Nicole to improve because I'm not. I'm not convinced Eric returning is going to be like a quick quick fix for that, but I'm definitely hoping honestly, it's one step towards that direction. Honestly, she gets the best writing just might with be, Eric. Because you realize she, she's better in other scenes with other people. And then she when she's is. Afraid, she's ass. But she's been there so long now that... It is going to be hard for, for yeah. you to see the pivot. I understand that. I can totally but I'm, I'm all here because, for Eric Cole. I'm yeah, I get what you're saying. Returning, I it, just need better. Nicole has been with Rafe for so long, and with, when Nicole is with Rafe, she's ass. As a Nicole stand, y- y'all know I stand Nicole 
Walker Brady's draws down in these streets, but she has been ass for the past year. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a year. <laughs> hey, you watch your fucking mouth. We we endured your... we endured a decade of Daniel Jonas. Hey, 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 a lot longer. <laughs> we don't know those years. We don't know them. You watch you your mouth. You may not, mouth. but we do. That's how you I met her. <laughs> you watch your mouth. That's how I met her. I can't. I can't ignore it. Oh, I'm so it. sorry. <laughs> you watch your mouth. I have. You don't blaspheme in here. But I'm waiting to see. Nicole we don't blaspheme get... in here. I'm don't waiting to that. see Nicole get good writing in the pairing. I have not seen it yet. I would well, like. Well, guess to. what? She ain't yeah. dead in the ground like Hillary Curtis. Now, ooh, that, ooh, that now hurt my feelings. That show ain't shit anymore. And guess what? And guess what? <laughs> I've made peace with that. What? You still hold Devon got a white baby with a white ooh. mama. And, I, and so again, do that. the show's let's trash, and we know. Let's this. do that. Let's do that. Why are anyway. we fighting about Young and the Restless? Let's do that. Anyway, Anyways, hard bodied Bert and Ernie are back. First things first, if we're talking about that promo, Bonnie Lockhart Kiriakis is in the running. <laughs> well, Judy say? Evans is a gorgeous woman. Yeah. That's just. And those breasts were breasting tittily on that <laughs> promo. But I can understand Sonny's reservation now if the first thing he sees when he comes home is an eye full of Bonnie's boobs. Like, that's just not something to live in. Yeah, what could it Because, <laughs> like, when, when we first saw the spoiler that Sonny has reservations, we all kind of side-eyed it because, like, why didn't you say something sooner? Yeah, because like, we, we was in that <laughs> group chat dragging Sonny. We ain't gonna lie. <laughs> we was dragging. But, like, <laughs> if, if that's what you see and it's not something that you know, you're used to, especially coming out when your father's involved. It's like, I don't really like what this is turning you into kind of a thing that I can kind of work with. So I'm very interested. And Will and Marlena in the promo were so cute. I don't know what Will is doing here, but Will is here. I'm so happy to see them back. And it's like, it's coming from a Paul and Will fan. So like, Listen, this version of Will and Sonny have chemistry. Like, they do. holy shit. Yeah. Nope. They don't look like they want to fight each other in the parking lot no more. That's, that's exactly. nice. That's nice and all. That's real nice and all. But I stand by my decision that the worst thing that Will ever did was get his memory back. But that's because we didn't like that version of Will and Sonny. We- I think. Mm. Let me hush. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that why, or I mean, was he mad is, that we are left Paul? Is that the only reason we? Because <laughs> we were mad because we was enjoying Paul and we are. But that could have happened even with his memories. It was just he chose yeah. to go back to Sunny, and that was that was the biggest problem. Getting his memories back meant he would go back to Sunny, and which meant was, it was the worst thing he ever did. Which is why I said that that version of Sunny was the problem. But now that we have a Sunny we all theoretically like, it would be a little bit better. Hopefully, the writing improves for Sunny. Yeah, yeah I think that that's always been the issue with Will yeah. and Sunny was that they wanted them together, but they never really had a plan for them together. Yeah, it yeah, was I- always just about getting them together. And then once they got them together, they didn't have anything for them to do. They so were I just, just hope they write them like every other couple. They were like, just there. I wasn't a fan per se, but I was like neutral to Will and Sonny with Freddie in the role. 
but like I feel like with what is his name Zach the dynamic yeah. has become so refreshing like I'm in, kind of invested in yeah and I, I, think, I, a of, it's I think a lot of the issues with Will and Sonny with Chandler and Freddie were the fact that Chandler and Freddie didn't always get along so it made it kind of hard yeah but I agree with Dylan that the writing was not there either so, but I wonder if if their if it, their it, dynamic played into that. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. what direction they I go think with the di- new actor. Their dynamic made it Will, more Will used to look like writing, someone was tickling. Go ahead. I was gonna say like <laughs> <laughs> the writing didn't hold them up, so the chemistry or I don't I wouldn't say lack thereof. Lack thereof. Lack thereof. There was nothing there. <sighs> By, I mean, by the look, they, they so. didn't even want to kiss. Like their lips were never even touching each but other. Like, so like, when you Sunny used to look can only behind do so the much eyes. when the writing is not there. So I agree with Dylan. I think it was both. They haven't had good writing in years, in my opinion. So like I, I get what you're saying, Tony, and but I I see what Dylan is saying as well. I also think like this even if you have bad writing, good chemistry and a good working relationship between actors can sell anything does it though does it though no hold on because we loved Bo and hope when they couldn't stand each other because because even though because because good chemistry and the chemistry even when they hate each other is still there and with some people it can kill the chemistry it just depends the actors still worked for a long a really long time even though they couldn't stand each other even if you didn't like the writing, you couldn't deny the chemistry. Well, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that though. I, I feel like if you are an actor or actress, regardless on if you like your co-star or not, you have a job to do. You're technically you're agreeing with me. <laughs> but you're also, I feel like they, some, it's the actor's job to still sell it, regardless. Yeah, of how they feel. And some, some, actors, how they feel. some can't. Some, some people actors, can't do that. Chandler yeah. and Freddie could not. Peter and Christian could. And some can, and Kate turn that, could. Um, can turn that off-screen dynamic being off into some passionate on-screen chemistry. Because I would never forget when Billy Flynn and Kate Massey started falling out. It looked like she wanted to spit in his face in every scene. <laughs> and I would allow it. I would allow it. I ain't gonna lie. I would allow it. But still, I, I just feel like if you come in to, to work... It, that's like with any job. Even if you beefing with your coworkers, you shouldn't allow your customers and your clients to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, Hello. yeah. But also, though, I mean, like sometimes you just don't vibe on screen yeah. with someone. It yeah, it, it just is what it is. It like, doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, we're not getting along off screen. I I never got that vibe with Chandler and Freddie. I just got that they're not. I felt like they the were just over the writing. Yeah, they, they were just were over just, it. I think yeah. they were just like work buddies and that's it. Like some actors just don't hang out like outside of work and that's normal. Like, so I think they were just not clicking as well as they used to. It doesn't have to be like, oh, they're not getting along. It's just, it's not the well, same. And it happened. Any, any final thoughts on the news before we move on? I'm excited for Will and Marlena too. And oh, yeah. because the scene was in the promo, I actually have hope that the scene will make the episode. I wonder how far ahead this is. That's a shame. <laughs> it's literally next week. Yeah, but well, Eric returning. How far? Yes, I the mean, return I, of Nicole Walker Brady. Yes, one. It, 
It's in the it promo, so the yeah, promo. I'm, I'm, I'm going so. to assume it is. Yeah, typically everything that's in the promo is going to air for the following week. Let's move on. Brady and Chloe meet Craig's new boyfriend, and it's Leo. Needless to say, this dinner is a clusterfuck. Do we think Leo is scamming or he's genuine? That man is slicker than a roll of new pennies. <laughs> I actually am uh, curious to to know if he actually is scamming or not. Because I remember last week or the week before we were t- discussing Leo and we said we wanted more depth to him. It had to be more than just the over the top, you know, boisterous that we've always gotten on the main show. We wanted to kind of peel back the layers of the onion that is Leo. And I felt that they did that very, very well this week. Who is yeah, Leo? they did. Because I like him the way he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, I don't I love he's he's scammer. Long, we, we know he's going to be around long term. And the, the way that they write Leo so over the top is going but to I get exhausting. Long, yes, but it's yeah. going to get exhausting. Look how exhausted you are with Susan. Yeah, but Susan Do you want to feel that with Leo? If if Leo's going to stick around, they would have to tone him down. I they would guess. have to domesticate him a little bit. But I don't... Th- I, I don't he, think he can't he, he can't be blackmailing people into marriage. He can't be he, he can't do what he did last time because he almost ended up dead. <laughs> I mean, we know he's sticking alone. around long term because Greg Vaughn said so. Scammers never die. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they do. <laughs> but there's also a way to scam when did this a little turn more low key into an after school special. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't, I don't like, I don't think that he necessarily needs to be toned down. I think it's more a situation of yes and yes, Leo's a scammer, and you start adding things to yeah. him so that you, you give him death. He can, he, yeah, he you can don't be need to more take anything a, away. He can be more than just a scammer. Yeah, but we, and we can get the reasoning behind the scamming because, like, when he was talking about his dad and stuff, I was like, oh, we're actually like delving into the layers a little bit of what makes Leo tick. Side note, if they wanted to completely backtrack and make him John's kid with Diana again, I'd be totally fine with it. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Everybody don't need to be related. No. We good. He already kissed he already kissed Brady. No. <laughs> did, he, did he call him BB? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Look, I think I think this whole thing with Craig probably started off as a scam, and I think he's caught a few feelings. Yeah, so I can see that. Like, I think that's that's kind of like where he is now. I just hate that he's in this story. Like that's, yeah. that's my dude, and I want to be able to enjoy him. Yeah, we already don't fully, like this story, <laughs> and I don't like this story. So Leo is saving like, it for me, which is a miracle. Like he's I'm, the I'm best part like, of this story for me. Yeah, I was like, gonna I, say. Okay. Also, Craig, Craig Wesley, you might. Well, I don't know. I was about to say you can suck a dick, but I don't even know if that's an insult at this point. Oh, I'm gonna leave that. No, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go to hell. Well, shit, I can't even say that. No, because I feel like that's weird. Like I'm just saying he's gay, so he's going to hell. No, I don't want to go there. No, I I got, I got the weirdness there, but like you're an asshole. He's he's being written so weirdly. Because, like, none of this makes sense. I want to be sympathetic to your cause. But then you do things that make it very hard. I I don't know. You're a bitch, bro. Like, you want to feel bad because he, you know, he's 
he's coming, you know, he's coming to terms with who he is and he's personally. he's living his truth, but the people he's hurting in order to do that is where you're kind of getting yeah. lost. Because to me personally, I just feel as if you have come in and you've, you're living your truth, but you also have to realize you have just thrown your wife and your daughter's life for a tailspin. You have just, I don't want to say ruined, but you just turned around everything that they knew as a constant, that you were a loving husband and father. And 72 hours after that reveal, you want Chloe to meet your new boyfriend. New boyfriend. Yeah. Like, it's like, I mean, which, not, which I, I gave a lot of grace. I know I drafted, but I went in trying to give it some grace. And when your daughter says she has reservations about this relationship, and you completely you ask her to them. yes, you ask her to leave. You don't tell your lover, go to your hotel room. I need to talk to my daughter. You ask your daughter to leave so you can have a great Valentine's Day with your lover. And to me, I just feel like you are a selfish piece of shit, bro. And it kind of started with the it, it was one thing. It was one thing when you were doing it to Nancy. Because yeah, y'all were married for all, at all times these years and whatever. But it's a different kind of loyalty that you have to your spouse than you have with your kids. And, and you anybody who puts it. their relationship over their child is always a little funny to me. Yes, and you yeah. to me personally, you have just shitted all over that special bond and loyalty you have with your child. It's almost like he's exploiting truth. it. Exactly, trying to live your truth. And how can you, as a writer telling this story, expect me to sympathize with that? To just be gone cold and just be like, well, he's accepting his truth. We just had to live with that. At what point do you say there's a thin line between us having to accept your truth versus using your truth to steamroll us in our feelings? I want somebody, I want one of the girls, because I don't think Chloe's going to do it. Where's Joy? I want Joy to be the one to raise hell. Kevin hinted at a possible Joy casting in a recent interview, so I'm hoping that she is being casted and that, that she is coming to town th- and that she raises holy hell because and thing somebody is, I needs think to. That's who they need because Chloe's been an adult for a really long time. Joy grew up with them. Yeah. And I think and Joy would have a bit more of an inside uh, yeah. point of view into what was going on in their marriage and i think joy should be the one to get in his ass about it yep though I, i'm excited to see we have spoilers that say nancy is gonna go head to head with leo like i'm excited for that see mm, I'm, I'm not, not I'm, not, I'm not, not i am not me I, at all. I don't trust those writers at I'm say, all. i don't not trust even a little them bit. at all to be honest i don't tr- I don't think they're going to do either character justice. In no. this a lot of people are thinking it's going to be Leo. I think Nancy's going to say a few things that's going to make everyone cringe as well. Oh, yeah. yeah it could be conversion all over again, Jesus. Yeah, you're right. I take it back. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, this is... Right, I can see it from a mile away. They're going to leave both of these characters stinking. I feel this. like my whole thing... I feel like it just goes back to my whole feeling about the presentation of this story they needed to start us at a different place they started us 
in the middle in the middle the middle of towards it. the end yep. and we need and what we needed to see was we needed to see craig's journey we needed yeah. to see his conflict we needed to see him you know kind of struggle a bit so that he comes off sympathetic because right now he just it looked like he just woke up one day he just yeah, really he, comes, he comes off, off very like selfish asshole. he just comes yeah. off really really selfish and it, it kind of started for me like the week did not start out well because when he was having that random conversation with trip before the dinner got started like i just it, it all hit wrong the only thing i got from that conversation was okay they're gonna keep Craig on for long term because it seems like he's about to be a mentor at the hospital. Yeah, now that's, that's yeah. that that's also what made me think Joy may be showing up soon because we know what Trip's relationship status is now. Yeah, and so her, he's him, gonna need somebody. Yeah, him getting close to Craig would make a lot of sense, especially if his other daughter shows up. Yeah, and with Snyder gone, there is an opening. Snyder, and hopefully Craig can become Oh, the, the one they killed. Who, yeah. yeah. Who we also got a random mention of the other day because of Gwen's nightmare. She got a she need a lot of teardrop tattoos. My goodness. Because <laughs> <laughs> did anybody else find was anybody else as Brady and Chloe were laying out all of Leo's past sins? And like after hearing Leo kind of defend himself, quote unquote, was anybody like wanting Brady and Chloe to like chill out a little bit? Because I kind no. of found myself, no. I no. kind of found myself waiting <laughs> for Leo for a hot second. I'm like, I know that they're right, but I'm still like, what's happening? No. I mean, two, th- two things can be true at once. Like, yeah, what's his name? Um, Greg Rickard can make you feel sympathy for a piece of shit, but you also know he's still a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey now. It's very strange. Oh, hey, hey, hold on. Leo Stark defense squad. I feel like everything <laughs> that he did was balanced out when they bashed my man in the head and rolled him up in a row. <laughs> At that point, we're even. <laughs> At that point, we are even. You just tried to murder me and dispose of my body. That wasn't Brady, though. That was Sonny and Will. <laughs> I'm just saying. He motivation. Brady needs Brady needs to get a few licks in before I start giving him (laughs) Brady has a a list of shady deeds himself yeah so yeah we're we're throwing we're throwing we're throwing stones from glass houses okay yeah I I (laughs) forgot what Brady did to Nicole Nicole yeah just Nicole. I agree. No, but like, that's arguably the shadiest uh, thing that he's ever done because that was easily to. the worst thing he did. <laughs> easily. Now, what were you saying, Arya? I, I was on, only enjoying Leo in those scenes, but as far as, far as the story goes, I've checked out of it. Like I, I don't care anymore. It's so bad that I'm just counting down the days till it's over. Till it's over. Yeah, yeah. basically. Because right now I'm scared because I if can it get, if it gets worse. I'm, it's going to get wor- worse. That's the scary part. Have that it started, in it started your mind. so bad. <laughs> the, o- the only thing we can take solace in is knowing that it doesn't last long because whatever Greg is filming currently or was filming currently before days went on their production hiatus um, is completely separate from this Thank story. You. Thankfully. Oh my God. So somewhere in the next six months, it's going to pivot out. That's thank God. Jesus. (laughs) But I mean, we know that they're taping six months out, so it's like this. This storyline is going to be completely done by that time, and he's going to be moved on to something else. Which thank you. I don't know how much of this I can take, but 
I hope they wrap it up real soon. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because talking to get the crack in their whip. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. The devil reveals all about Allie and Chanel, and Chanel tries to cover, but Allie tells the truth, leaving Trip heartbroken. Trip talks to Roman, and Allie talks to Kate, but Trip ultimately decides he can't forgive Allie. Okay, okay, okay. Is it me, or did I get? A, am I the only one who got a little bit of glimmer of feeling for Trip and Allie towards the end? Just well, a little I, bit. Well, I liked them from the beginning. I just despised the writing for them, but. Yeah, like, I mean, they always the had chemistry. Always it slightly reminded me that they had chemistry in the beginning. They've always had chemistry. It's that's never been their issue. Um, they had I them will... bond over him babysitting her son. That was the issue. Yeah, trying to make them into Willow and <laughs> that, Michael was where they were. I'm, I'm about to say that happens a lot. You better take that over to Port Charles. <laughs> but I will say this was this was a standout moment for me for Lucas. Adams is yeah. an actor. Like this was some of the best material that he's had. And then it also showed that he can be a dick at times too. Because when Allie came into the pub, what are you doing here? No, her what, family what? restaurant. Like what are you? Like, Wait a minute, her butt hurt right now. But like, chill. What What are you doing here in the pub that her great grandparents ran, that her grandfather bought, and now her current, currently her other grandfather is running. And, you, you you know, the, the one he inherited from his dad, the one that your mother killed. Oh, that's a whole other layer to it, too. Shit. I don't but they never that. play that. And yeah, that thing is, that's no, really, don't. that's my issue with the story. They rushed it and made, tried to make viewers get invested in something we already weren't invested in because they weren't doing anything with it. But no one else got involved. Like if Ava was involved in this, if every if the family was involved in this big, elaborate um, Valentine's Day proposal, I would care a bit more. Right now, I'm just here for the performances. I, I wish the secret was dragged out longer. Me too. I would have preferred to go to the altar. Um. I don't know about the mm-hmm. altar, but I'm kind of glad they did. I'm gonna get into because... that later, but I wish they had built towards this. And, and, and this is where I say the Olympic break kind of saved them because if it weren't for the Olympic break, this would have happened in February. Well, like this would have yeah, been their sweeps. Yeah, this would have been sweeps, and I feel like that would have been too soon to drop the secret. Yeah, so I, I, I would like to soon. say. It's better than what it could have been, is what I'm saying. Because it would have been much sooner had we not had that two-week break. The two-week break, I'm giving them a little grace with the reveal because it did elongate that a little bit more. But I can get what y'all are saying. It's, it's too soon for y'all. For me, the two-week I, ha- I think it had to come out now because they're amping up to the end of the possession story. So everything has Thank to be out God. and revealed I- I'm so sick of the devil. I can't. I don't see how the Bible people did it, cause oh my god! It's been so like the buildup for um, Trippinelli has been non-existent. Yeah, it hasn't been there. Same with like I think they had a bit more, but same with Chanel and Johnny. It it, in in when the movie started, they weren't when they first got together. They just were together to be together. Yeah, and then right. Before Abe and Paulina got married, that's when they started giving a damn about yeah, they Johnny should, and Natalie. Exactly. Johnny and Chanel. They and then they shipped them off to Italy. For like, non-fans of these pairings to give a damn. 
And yeah. now that we're here, I'm like, whatever, give me Charlie, give me Charlie, because you have done nothing. Why should I care? Now but, I'm on the other side of the coin. And that's and I ain't saying that because I'm waiting to see chemistry. But, but. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm on the other side of the coin because yeah. I was I thought the devil was gonna wear Chanel out. But see, that's the thing. I don't. I think that's been the problem with Johnny and Chanel. All they gave us was sexual chemistry. They told us no. They they told us that they loved each other, but when did we ever actually see that? Yeah, it wasn't until after the wedding that we didn't see. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they disappeared for weeks. So that yeah, sending them off to Italy really hurt them. Like I feel like fix the pacing, please. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, even with Trip and Allie, I don't I from their first scene, from their very first scene, you knew that they were gonna put them together. Yeah. And it was weird. I remember dragging it. But their yeah. story has never matched their potential. No, yeah. Never. And that story uh, ended, uh, actually off rip with yeah, the rape allegations. With the rape allegations, it was already I wouldn't say dead on the water, but the hole was floating on the pond. And yeah, the <laughs> yeah, it was on. It really was on life support. And then when they put them together, they started writing them like they were eighty. All they did was like <laughs> That's, she's not wrong. Him, all they did, oh, I mean, God. all we ever saw them do. They're walking Henry through the park in the stroller. They're sitting on the couch knitting. They're oh, please. <laughs> not knitting. <laughs> but he was. But you didn't have to call him Tom and Alan. I mean, That's basically who they turned into. Literally. literally. They didn't even get a love scene with Trip and Allie. So nope. they, yeah, they the got first... treated like 80 year olds across the board because they got the geriatric love scene treatment. Yeah. yeah. No. Their, like, their first love scene was all we did not for see. the benefit of the Ali and Chanel story. Yeah, it was just it was because we, they wanted to show Chanel get jealous. That's the only reason they had sex at that time. Oh, now they're selling us on an, now they're trying to sell us on an engagement. Man, it don't <laughs> help that her name is Alice and she making donuts. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh I mean, man. About You're I, calling my name like I said something wrong, but did I lie? <laughs> I mean, it is what it. I, I mean, I, I also think that like Trip hit the nail on the head when he was saying that he believes that Allie loves him, but she loves Chanel in a different way. Yeah, because I think yeah. that I those I John think, comparisons were everything. I think that Allie does love Trip. I don't think that Allie is in love with Trip. Thank you. I yeah. think that she's wanted to be. Because but she's just not there. He's perfect on paper. And I think that had Chanel not entered the chat, she might have gotten there. He is who she wants to be with because she thinks she should be. But it's not actually what she's feeling. And she's so scared of what she's feeling that she's she doesn't want to be her mother. It. I think she doesn't want to be her mother. Lindsay yeah, that's a point, big part of it. Her mother like always chose the wrong man. That um trip is the safe basically the safe choice is a safe choice yeah Lindsay so, said like, it even in, in her tv over, source interview they bonded over trauma so yeah I, I wouldn't even say that i just feel like no, but she me, said it it's her own words what yeah. she thinks that's that's I, how she's playing it i i just feel like to me i i see the deeper issue of her mother always chose 
the one she followed her heart but not the person on paper who she should have been with if that makes sense so Ali doesn't want to go down that road of choosing with her heart and getting stomped on exactly or just like having Henry in all of the chaos that her and, and because, Sydney yeah. and Bonnie were in. Because let's be honest. Or even what Sandy Chanel, did with Chanel is her best friend, but at the end of the day, Chanel has not had the best track record when it comes to love. So she's been here a year. She's very flighty. So, of course, I'm looking at it as Allie is seeing these warning signs as well. It, it's a lot of angst to this story. I just wish that they I, played it. No, no, not that. I just wish I saw the chemistry that everyone else was seeing. <laughs> well, I mean, chemistry is subjective, you know. Like, if you're not, like, you I just don't feel it. Feeling it, but yeah. that's that's okay. Like, like, I, I don't, like, I don't, I don't see the strong chemistry between Trip and Allie as everyone else. I, I kind of saw it this week though, but, um. I feel like there's some chemistry between Johnny and Allie, but I don't think it's that strong. Um, Johnny Chanel. No, Johnny Chanel. Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm glad we don't. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, this I is mean, not the no, guiding light. No, it's like, <laughs> it's I got distracted for a minute. Because um, Carson did audition for both Trip at one point. I mean, Johnny so and Chanel. Hilarious. I'm sorry. Like, he said that. Like, it's like I'm so invested in their story and I'm holding on to faded pictures of Precious Way as Chanel when when they were together. But I'm seeing current Chanel and Allie and I'm invested in the love story, but in the back of my head. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but eight, Scamilla, Scamaza. Oh, I, no. I think what uh, kind of <laughs> throws you off is basically that they haven't, while playing the beats, they haven't played Charlie on the forefront for the story. It, it not so give... much from Ali's point of view. They have from Chanel's, but yeah. we haven't really gotten but Ali's it's true point of view on what she feels. Also, 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 I'm ho- I was holding on to a little theory that I had when Allie was pregnant. Let it that- go. Don't, Let it go. Don't, don't put that out there no more. Let's go. Let it go. Um, <laughs> I was going to say before. Um, Y'all don't even know what I was I about to anyone- say. Yes, we do. We this do. is why we're telling you to let it go. <laughs> um, no one has mentioned this, so I'm going to mention this. Um, during the scenes uh, with Chanel in the town, Horton Town Square, um, Allie gave me the impression that she wanted to be talked out of saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. She 100% she did. She's want- like, she was waiting for something. Like, you could tell. She was like, give me a reason to say no. Pretty much. Just like her mama. Just yeah. like her mama. And I will say, I love Chanel trying to like lie for her because that yeah. just shows that like Allie's happiness is more. It important to her yeah. than anything else. She prioritizes Allie's happiness. But and no, I, no. I love that. And we even saw that more, um, I know this is touching a bit on last week, but we saw that last week too, like, despite how she feels about Allie, she still went out of her way to make sure that Allie had her favorite drink for the proposal. But, but no, 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 no. During the confrontation scenes, did y'all see Samantha Jean in that? In that or was it just me? Which part? Well, just the whole conversation scenes in the pub, 
honestly at the tape, like what at the proposal site too, just the whole breakdown, it reminded me so much of her young mother. Yeah. Whenever Sammy would have to make a culpa, that was definitely there were definitely shades of that in there. I'm very interested to see where Allie goes. Yeah. Allie has the potential of being I think I have the an idea. next great heroine of this show. Um, I think I've been seeing speculation. I think Allie is going to be fragile enough for the devil to jump from John. No. Yeah. No, no. And that's no. going to put her like that makes sense because she's going to be in the cabin with Sierra. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. like when we saw the promo of ben, of of Sierra going into labor. I just assumed that it was Johnny as the devil transformed into Allie. But now I'm I'm wondering. Quite, quite honestly, if they were going to do that, they should have jumped into Allie from the jump. No, I actually like the fact of of jumping into Allie now because it parallels the place that Marlena was in when Marlena was first possessed. Exactly. That's why I'm like, it should have started from there to me personally because now I feel like this is very much a parallel to the fallout between Roman, Marlena, and John. But but Allie wasn't in that place at New Year's Eve in order for for them to do that. Then Allie's in the place now where I could see it. Which goes back to show that shouldn't that bullshit movie idea should have been dead in the water and this is what they should have been playing at the tail end of last year. Quite honestly. I, again I think that's an also and thing because there wasn't a reason why they couldn't there wasn't a do reason both. why they couldn't do both. Well this show has shown they can't really multitask. It, exactly. <coughs> Especially exactly. with the possession story. Exactly. They they just can't multitask. That's why with days, you can't do a yes and. You have to have an either or. Because they're going to go one way or another. Because they did it with the first possession, too. You remember, Michael, like everything stopped for the original possession. Yes, yes. For Moss. And then if it didn't stop, you got recap every week of where Mm -hmm. the story left off. Because it, it might have been two moved. or three months since you'd seen it last. No, 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 and it never moved. They're still in the same predicament. Then you see them uh, two or three weeks later, and they're still in the same predicament. Jennifer was in a wig for two weeks. <laughs> so by that point, the possession was over. I know. I just like bringing it up. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Days explodes and things get crazy on the island. Child. With Tony's help, Chad, I'm not letting Chad hold that W. With Tony and Kate, <laughs> Chad and Tony make it to the island to rescue <laughs> Abigail. Christian has been captured by Stella at the weird anniversary dinner while Abby tries to break through to Sarah. Once they find Abby and Sarah and Tony is floored by the Renee of it all, they leave. And Stella thinks they are poison, but Renee switched it out with goat's milk. I don't even know why this was there, but hey, we're here. And <laughs> they check on Kristen, but before they realize what happened, Kristen is long gone. Days explodes. I feel like a soap opera digest editor. Let's so discuss. much crazy shit happened on this island. This was so messy. I'm over and it. so much fun. <laughs> 
And that's, so much fun. That's subjective. Story. Yeah, subjective. Uh, no. I agree. Thank you, Nick. Because I feel like story... parts of it were fun, and then parts of it were like they have fun. Now. They had fun moments. Chad no, had no, fun it, was, it was one thing. I, it was that's one thing. I got a boo boo on. It's one thing. I got a boo boo on. What? That Stella anniversary dinner. What was I, that? It's a new brand of irony that they had to enjoy their anniversary in torture because I was there too in torture. <laughs> okay, I think so, when it comes to Stella, a lot of the times y'all are anti just to be anti. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's I not own me. It. I own it. I own Because, like, I'm, I'm, there was I'm nothing wrong with those scenes. What Lisa was really saying, own it. Parts of it were really, like, parts of that were really sweet. I wish they'd flashed back to one of their weddings. Right now, that's what I was saying. I was like, open your purse. They too busy flashing back to shit we saw at the beginning of an episode. No, exactly. No, no. Like if you're gonna no. use flash, if you're gonna use a flashback, that's that's just like a general pet peeve of mine. Like if you're going to flash back to something, make it something worth flashing back to. I did like the flashback effect of seeing the stuff we didn't see we didn't how see. we wound up in the situation. Like that yeah. was cool. Yeah, I was okay with that. It was the other flashbacks that flip made me flip out. <laughs> but okay, back to Dylan's open your purse comment. I'm glad that the purse wasn't open because the purse now belongs to Greg Vaughn. And <laughs> but the crazy thing is they they I, I like the money the flashbacks before, so you would think since they've already paid for them once, they could just reuse them. Aside from the wardrobe and sets, I like how the money is being allocated. Losing that lady who played Hope Brady has allocated a lot of funds, and it's very pleasing to me. You're so messy. But yeah, I could, and I could have also done without the seven thousand references to Island Chicken. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Island Chicken <laughs> is the new generic donut. I, I I never thought I would be more tired of a chicken than KFC, but child, that Island Chicken was getting on my damn nerves. And and my thing was I just thank God it wasn't no black people involved. Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I have black people run, black people running into room saying don't eat the chicken would scare the hell out of me. <laughs> no, okay, Chad, mouth full of chicken. I ate half was such a Billy moment. I still chew, still chewing and swallowing. I ate half the chicken, sir. They just said the chicken was very lovely. <laughs> Chicken was lovely. <laughs> I was like, very happy that chicken Renee. so much that I had oh, to make goodness. some. I had to make some chicken. I, I did start getting hungry. I'm not. Gonna yeah. Lie. No, no. My and question, just, my question was, where the hell they get these damn chickens from? <laughs> I will say, no. I love that. I love that Renee did swap it out because the whole idea that Kristen was going to give every single person amnesia was a bit like, yeah, that was, was like much. That was too much. I was like. Thank see, you, I, see, I didn't even get no. I didn't even get there. I was trying to wrap my mind around an amnesia drug. Like, oh, that's nothing new. I mean, hello. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the hell was? I just pictured Doctor Rolf in front of a gas stove and a pot. I mean, he had to come up with a, He had to come up with a what drug to fix, the, to fix the amnesia side effect from the back of the dead drug. So creating a drug that gives you amnesia is not exactly a far stretch from that mm-hmm. point. Had those 14, Dr. Roth was cooking some, some more stuff in that kitchen. Had ho- had those 14 people on the island all got amnesia, 
y'all, I would have been cussing. Uh, oh, so like, she said, I would have like, I'm not watching this shit no more. I was, I was getting ready to eye roll. I was like, please, God. And then and she's like, don't worry, I switched it out for goat milk. I was like, oh, thank God. I've never been so happy to hear that in my life. Honestly, honestly, truly, I thought it was going to be a dud and only Steve got the amnesia. I was going to say, here we go, a fucking game. <laughs> No, we're not doing that. We cannot. No more amnesia stories, please. But I will say, I loved. Um, I I kind of loved Abby and, and and Sarah. Like, like I don't know whether to call it Sarah, Renee, Sarnet, like what, what the fuck ever. But I loved those scenes. Um, and like Abby trying to like navigate and trying to get her to realize, and then Tony's face when he like when she hugged him and then at one point he's like no you have to stop kissing me this is not okay i don't know if i was supposed to laugh but tony was i told his whole face was like and this is why i stay on vacation (laughs) see why i don't come home dad's face too like billy billy flynn has sometimes has really really good stellar reactions and this was one of those times because when he looked at abby and he was like uh can you explain what's going on here because i'm confused as fuck Kudos to Billy Flynn, but I ain't giving Chad no W's. I'm sorry. I was hollering during the scenes on the plane when Tony was explaining his dynamic with Renee. Was it me or was that (laughs) Because when Jack was singing his praises when they got home, I'm just thinking, Kate and Tony deduced this, bro. He just went along for the ride. What the hell? Like, am I the only one who picked that up? Like, he's just taking all the glory, and he literally he did not connect. Suspicious. He was suspicious, yeah, but he didn't. He didn't connect this. Kate and Tony did yet. No, but he was. He was the one who wouldn't let it go. Like Chad knew that something was wrong. Chad called Jennifer to make sure that she was or wasn't. And when Chad was sitting there, not knowing what the hell to do, a conversation with who brought him on that plane. Tony and Kate. A conversation with the pilot. A conversation with the pilot between the pilot and Tony got them to where he thought the island was. But Chad Chad deserves part of the win because he didn't just accept things at face value. He kept looking for he got on the plane. So I'm you you don't have to give him the again. You being anti just to be anti. And that's I'll, okay. I'll that's agree okay. with this. I'll agree with that as well. He got on the plane. <laughs> and that's okay. But like it, but I, I the one the, the other thing that annoyed me, and I wonder, Dylan, if this is where you were going before. Um, I need them to stop talking about how Renee and Tony spent time on this island when they were together. I don't care. Because yeah. I, I I and I'll own this, I'm salty that that is not the same island that Tony was held captive on for 20 years. I want that's the island I wanted that to be, and th- so that that is not. Oh, that so island. it's a different island. Because I thought I thought it was the island because when Anna said, "Oh, Tony and Renee spent time on this island," I assumed it was the same island. Yeah, that was that was two years before he would have gotten stranded on the island for twenty years or twenty three oh. years. So yeah, I was like, y'all couldn't have just made this the island he was stuck on for twenty three years. Y'all have to make up shit that I'm 95% sure didn't actually happen. We ain't got no money, Tony. What threw me was like the conversation with Tony and Chad on the plane. How does Chad not know this? 
Well, he why would someone tell him this? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, but your half brother and your half sister were in love and they were engaged yeah, until they found out they were siblings. I would expect t- him to at least know who Renee was. He didn't even know. Why? He came why to the party late and Renee was dead for 30 years. Yeah. So, so nobody bring up their dead sister. Nobody. The, with, well, I mean, with, who was there to bring her? Because Tony was there too when he got there. Exactly. <laughs> was Chris, Kristen wasn't back in town yet. Tony was presumed dead at the time. EJ wasn't even born yet when Renee was alive or dead. So who would have told him? <laughs> it never came up in passing at all these but family gatherings. Kind of before, Why would it? Before Chad's time, basically. So yeah, it was I'm way sure, before. I'm sure Chad has, like, no, I'm sure Chad has no idea who Megan is either. Right, I, was just, I know. Steph, I was just about to say. Stefano didn't bring was... none of this up. I, I, I just find it hard to you believe. Really, you really, all, all Stefano would have to say is, "I cherish you because I've lost so many other children without yep. having to name names." Boom, done. And, that's and, it. I think and I nobody, you're being you're being I'm not even being nitpicky. nitpicky. Yeah, you are. I don't you know. Are. Maybe because I'm just nosy. Because I'd be like, "What other, other than Renee, Megan?" But I would um, I would need some names. There has been too many. I'm pretty sure Stefano has, has more dead children. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got more. <laughs> I, at the time, at the time that Chad came into the picture, he Megan dead, Benji dead, dead, Andre dead, Tony dead, Renee yeah. dead. That's five dead kids. He's not gonna. He's not gonna say anything more than I've lost a lot of children, so I'm going to cherish you, and that's it. What you trying to say? It would sound like he was saying the Mickey Mouse Club lyrics. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you got to let this go because you're just being nitpicky to nitpick. It was just a question I had to ask. <laughs> yeah, I just, it, that didn't bother me. Like other parts, other little parts of the story bothered me, but that definitely wasn't one of them. I do hate that there's so many damn dead Damaris. That irritates me. I'm glad because that would have been too many Damaris on the canvas. Jesus, well, well y'all we talking about all, we don't need all of them together at the same time. I don't want, but... I don't want Benji back. I want his son, but they could have kept Megan alive at least. Oh no, I was fine with her dying. <laughs> it's just weird because they, it's and like Lexi's they worse. they won't. Other than Peter. Like no one gets to just leave; they gotta die. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, Kristen and Peter get to leave. Everyone. They need to the bring time. Peter back. They might. I hope they do. And they've got that albatross from around their neck. <laughs> now, I, I, now this is what I would like to see. I would like to see that Peter raised Gwen while she was in foster care. Oh, I actually really enjoy that. That. Be, that would be interesting. And this was uh, all a plot. Yeah, I was, going to, I was going there. <laughs> He's holding Laura captive. I, I, I will be here for that. There's a lot of story to go with that. Yep. I don't think Jason Brooks is acting no more, but they can know, p- play Red Rover and bring Ted King on over. Yes, I don't think Yeah, Okay, okay. Um, shit. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. let's see. Um, will the fry? Um, no, um, uh, I don't want himbo. I don't <laughs> um, I mean, we'll that's kind of what Jason Brooks was. I know, I don't want another one. <laughs> oh, okay, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. What did he play? Frankie Brady back in the day, Billy Warlock. Billy Warlock, I could see it. 
No, oh, but, he, but he's your vision freaky. is cloudy. Very cloudy. Very cloudy. And I'm sorry. He was wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I might be picking the wrong AJ Quarterman. Sean Kanan? Possibly. Uh, Wait, is he a terrible person off screen? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> never mind. That, that's why y'all got quiet. Yeah. Okay. Um, if they were ever canceled Dallas, we'd get Grant show. <laughs> you mean Dynasty? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Not that I, one. I, 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 I can live with that. Yeah, I can, I can see can that. that. I would like um, Grant show. He would be good. Stop! And, Not us dreamcasting. And the CW but. is only paying pennies, so he could use another check. I mean, <laughs> we could use one of the thorns. Pick, pick your choice. The bold and the beautiful. One of the thorns could work. Just pick one. No. Any of them? No. 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 <laughs> Were you about to say about- Wagner. No. Well, I don't know if wait, I don't know if he would work with Ron. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Oh. First of, all, first of all, after what Ron did to Frisco, there's ain't no way. And after what just came out about Jack Wagner last week, no, thank you. What came out? No, no, let's not even get into it. <laughs> right, tell but, me off the podcast. Yeah. Let's let's just say that his True Colors came out. His MAGA tendencies were flying free. Uh, that, ain't, that ain't shocking. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was something worse. Never mind. <laughs> I can't think of nobody else in that age range. Damn. I wanted Richard Berge, but he already been on this show. Yeah, and but then, it was so long. It was I so thought, long ago that I, yeah. <laughs> we could listen. Chris Kozacek is Roman Brady, so that is really not a problem for days. But how do we feel about like when Sarah gets into evil Renee mode? Because there, there was a moment during the family dinner when she was like forcing everybody to sit there and eat. That almost gave me goosebumps because like, oh, she went dark. Last segment of. The news. One, yeah, yeah. I, I have to remember that. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Once back in Salem, while Abby reunites with Jack, Chad has Abby picked up by the cops and he questions her hey, about the accomplice. Yeah. Abby demands oh. to win and demands to know why she shouldn't give her up. I really like Jack coming back from Boston with, you know, with all his grief and all. To come back and help Abigail. It's very nice and pleasing to me. And now I'm going to go take a smoke break. <laughs> well, I, I will say I did enjoy Abby's reunion with her parents, and Jack was the most with Jack. With Jack. You said no, you were taking was... a smoke break. <laughs> I can talk and smoke. This is my union appointed smoke break. Continue. Not union appointed. <laughs> oh my God. I thought we were unionized and that was your problem. <laughs> no, we are. We are. You're just a slave driver, Tony. Tony Ann is unfair. <laughs> anyway, I will say I, I, I did like her reunion with her parents. Um, I that was that was really kind of sweet. Um, 
and this was the most recognizable that Jack has been to me in a while because like when when Jack isn't around Gwen I remember why I love him so much and like it just it makes it better for me but um I love Chad and Ava too and Ava and Gwen Ava just in general like Abel was so fun this week. Yeah, yeah she was up. No, when she did that test, answer the damn phone. <laughs> we all look, look. We all have been there. Yeah, for real. Look, when look especially when your good Judy is in the jam. Answer the damn phone. When <laughs> when Gwen showed up in the like in her get out of the police station, like, Ava's reaction. Oh my and god! She's it, like, so you decided to dress like a snowman? Right? <laughs> it was so hilarious. I had to rewind that because I didn't expect it. I was laughing so hard. That was <laughs> Ava was so funny. Ava was funny this week. Oh my god! Listen, they they flipped her bitch switch when she found out about Rafe and Nicole, and it's the best thing to ever happen to the character. Yeah. Now, who are they gonna put her with? I I do feel like Ava and Gwen are gonna end up kind of like bumping cool. Sailor. No, I feel like no. Gonna end up like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. I feel like what? They're gonna end up. Selma and Louise, because at this point, other than Trip, Gwen is the only person that Ava's got. And other than Xander, who we know she's not gonna have for long, Ava is the only friend. I like how we are wishing that up. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like Ava, Ava should give her up, but she won't. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they how they play that out because she's gonna owe her now that's what you or or does she and that's why abby questions gwen because something sends abby questioning gwen next week so either abby's gonna remember something or maybe ava does give her up i mean she has no reason not to i know that's what i'm saying she there's yeah when ava Ava asks what what's the reason for me not giving you up what is it i was wondering well i'm like well what is it like what why should she protect you now you know cardi b what was the reason (laughs) there's no reason for her to protect i mean gwen i don't remember no No, we didn't didn't see the answer i think we're probably i think we might see that monday yeah, because there's no reason for her to be loyal to Gwen right now because she's in a jam. And and honestly, she has no loyalty to Gwen because like Gwen and Ava are not an honest friendship. Well, well, yeah. If we're being honest, Ava has saved Gwen's hide more, more times than, than we can count. Yep. Exactly. Gwen, like Ava is looking at Gwen like, Janet, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> like I, I, I would like to know. I would like to know. Because, like, I was trying to figure out why she just fell her up Ava the river. Even, the entire reason that Ava is even in this mess is because Ava wore the, the Sarah mask that night. Why? Because Gwen didn't have the balls to do it herself. Exactly. She, All was, of this a whiny, was, she was a whiny, crying little bitch baby, and she couldn't do it herself. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and she begged Ava to do it for her, and now Ava's in jail. So as far as I'm concerned, Ava should sound like a canary and the bitch can go to jail. And not give a damn, bro. I really think her mob mentality of snitches get stitches is what's holding her back. Because yeah. had it been me, <laughs> and I don't believe in snitching either, but again, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> Child, bring the DA. Bring the DA. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. Chat. I, I, I'll give I'll give Chad slight points for trying. He's like, 
my name holds weight. The tr- Traskel, Traskel give you a deal. I'm like, honey, she hates your name. Your exactly. name does not carry as much weight as it, you think it does. It holds weight and as in she want to send your ass to jail, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that really like bothers me with Chad. He goes off of this good Damaris type vibes. Now, the one thing gonna that carry, carry him, him everywhere favor is the fact that he is the reason that EJ is sitting in jail right now. Okay, so, that might, and that's a strong might. Yeah, yeah, that would be the only thing, but him being a Demera would be the quickest way for Trask to say absolutely fucking not. The exactly. Only, the only card that Chad has to play is the fact that his testimony is what gave Trask her win of EJ behind bars. Or maybe that Abigail is Tripp's cousin. Maybe. But maybe. But... Because of what Trip did for Haley. Oh, I had to think about that shit. That was so that- cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, that's a story I'll never forget. Because it was that terrible? That and because I'm I'm an I'm an Eve fan. Leave me be. I like Eve. I like Cassie. I, I especially like the that part. Yeah, I, I especially love her when she was giving Pissy Reese, Jennifer Rose the blues every week. Every week it was something new. And I loved that for me. Because I'll never forget. This is the one time I actually liked Pissy Reese's Jennifer Rose. When she remembered that she was Laura's daughter and popped the shit out of Eve when she was in bed with JJ. I believe that was Missy Reese's Emmy reel that year. I will never forget. Oh like, my JJ God. had to lift her off of her. Oh my god, I remember that. That was the one time I liked JJ. Jennifer was whipping ass that day, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. (laughs) Rightfully so. Because had it been me, I would have been in somebody's jail. But carry on. There's one other little thing that I want to bring up that just kind of slightly annoyed me. There was a line that um, Abby had about about Thomas and Charlotte being with Jack and Jennifer, which is great, theoretically. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done. With Jennifer's ghost? Sir, stop. Let me make my point. I but, didn't know Jennifer's ghost came. But to it, like in the episode before, um, when the devil was trying to stop John, like when the devil was trying to rein Johnny in when Johnny was fighting him. That was fire. He used the fact he used the fact that Thomas and Charlotte were upstairs as a way to keep him in line. Well, if they were with Jack and Jennifer, then how were they upstairs? Just something that kind of took me out. Well, I Jack mean, and Jennifer probably went to the mansion. Yeah, I was going to say, haven't they stayed at the mansion to watch them before? Maybe John yeah, they have. them there. Because, because... Okay. Y'all Y'all what? <laughs> you ain't right, bro. You ain't right. No, but no, I, I, I genuinely think that Jack went over there to the mansion and helped with the kids. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Think that was a- it was just something I kind of bumped on for a second. I was like, oh, that's weird. They've no. done it before because you know they like to forget that that's Jennifer Rose's house. Well, it's Jack's house now. Jennifer's day. Do we so. want to? Do we want to touch on the Sarah stuff? What from the homecoming? And how um, nobody fucking called Maggie. Like, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't that, even bro. think about so that. Up, bro. That was so like, dumb. And how are you like, not calling her mother? That should have been the first person know- they called. She's exactly. 
She's alive. Like, she's especially, safe. Why didn't Abby call? Since Maggie was the one who asked Abby for help. Why didn't Kayla call? Why the fuck didn't, like, any number of people should have said, hey, we have your daughter, and FYI, here's what's up. Her brain's a little scrambled. Come help. Maybe Maggie could have been the trigger that would have started waking her up. Did y'all ever think about that? By the end of this week, we're going to get a cutting room floor clip (laughs) of Maggie (laughs) finding out. No, because like because they literally said in dialogue they're not going to call her until they know what's up, and she'd already left and gone to the mansion by that point. Yeah, once she started, once she disappeared from that hospital room, they should have called Maggie. No, they should have called Maggie the minute they were on the plane home. Yeah, somebody should have been like heads up. Honestly, I don't think Jack found out about Sarah until Abigail got home. Yeah, but. Those who are on the island. On the island should have said that. They should have said something. Abby absolutely should have called Maggie because Maggie was the one who sent her on the trail in the first place. If anybody, Dr. Kayla Brady would have called Sarah's next person of kin who would have been Maggie. Yeah, that was a mess. Who was running the damn hospital? Trip is crying. Trip. Trip is crying. Kayla is gone. Who is running? No, no, Ka- Kayla's back now, but it's the simple fact that Kayla is not there. Because why? <laughs> if we wouldn't be having this conversation, because the logical thing that a doctor would have done as soon as they put Sarah into that hospital without her mental capabilities would have called her next person of kin. Sarah is not married. Who would they have called? Maggie. Kayla it annoys me that whenever they put Kayla in medical situations, they doc- always make her look dumb. The worst yeah. fucking doctor in history, bro. And oh she my- shouldn't be. That's the thing. Because if she it, is when they want her to be. And yeah. that's what's so like frustrating about it. I don't yeah, yeah, I don't like when they dumb characters down for the plot. Yeah. No, nah, it, like it, like it feels came back alive without her know. chest compressions. I'm not hearing <laughs> none of that anymore. Abe's body, Abe's body, literally said, "Bitch, you doing this wrong? I'll do it myself." It's been a thing since Ron took over that Caleb looks like the worst doctor in Salem, and it bothers me. Hell, I wish Neil was still alive. At least we'll have one good doctor. Or they could they could always bring that Mike and Carrie, wink wink. Or put I like how you. And, <laughs> I like or they how could you just bring back that. Valerie. You like what now, Dylan? I said I like how you added uh, Carrie to the mix. <laughs> like Carrie's not a doctor. I was thinking. <laughs> but Mike gonna need a woman. Yeah, well, she is in Switzerland with Austin. Um, the dream has no to- memory of that. Did any of us like that? We literally spent two whole podcasts plus a special Beyond Salem podcast dragging that marriage. We would not care, Tony. We would not care. Back to the story. Yes, but unfortunately, um, the show cares. How did did Sarah or Renee even know or even know that a mansion existed because it wasn't there when she was alive? That's true. That's not the original mansion. That's Shane's mansion. Yep. Yeah. Well, when she got there, she did say, This is my family home, right, Tony? So I guess Tony must have told her about the house. I, I guess. Know. Or and the portrait, she... like, she, okay, she recognized Stefano, but he looks older. I, I, oh, hold on. I don't remember Renee and Stefano having this I love you and I miss you daddy relationship, anyways. 
in Renee's mind, Stefano was torturing her for beyond the grave because yeah, he now was irritating she, the hell out of her. Yeah, like because now also, she, she could never um, be. I was expecting more of a reaction to Tom and Alice being dead. Oh, yeah. there's just a lot that's that I'm I'm choosing to roll with because otherwise it it's all over the place. Like, how did she get to the mansion? That's the thing. Really? I mean, Salem is small, so I'm assuming she walked. It's cold. That small. <laughs> I mean, people. They're in Illinois. It's cold as hell. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like with the story, an attempt was made, but it's yeah. A lot of it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think like, there's a lot win. that you kind of have to hand wave away. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting too because um, when Sarah when Sarah saw Xander at the very end, she almost looked angry at him. So that's part of what's got me thinking. Like, like as much as it. Does she actually believe that she's Renee or does part of her think that she's Sarah and she's clinging to this because she doesn't want to face everything she's been through in the last year? Okay, guys, let's move on to our smaller segments. And other news, Ben and Sierra decide to talk to Susan about Johnny. Johnny is starting to fight back and Joe Devil had to threaten Thomas and Charlotte to keep him in line. Joe Devil continues to manipulate Gabby and Jake. Roman and Kate say, I love you in a deleted scene. Paulina tells TR to shove his apologies and realizes exactly how pushy she has been with Lonnie. Elaine and Lonnie spend Valentine's Day at home, and Chanel turns to them after her affair with Allie is real. The walls are closing in on Gwen, and she knows it. Ain't God good. And Xander knows that Kristen was the one who broke up with him and runs into Sarah, but he doesn't know about the Renee of it all. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Came in today, came in tomorrow, came in forever. I'm so mad that that scene got cut. That scene should have aired. When Kate said, I love you too, Roman, who knew? Bitch, who knew? We all knew. What a moment. What a moment. One I'll never forget, and I hate that it didn't air, but I at least I saw it. It yeah, thank you. Thank you for utilizing the YouTube channel and putting it up there so that we got it. But it really should have been a moment that was actually in the episode. We got fed. We got t- fed the scraps, but we got fed nonetheless. Nevertheless, came and persisted. Um, what Gwen bounced it? I, Always and forever. Un- hold on. Let me, hold, let, hold on. Let me put my fingers up. Until you do right by Laura Horton, everything you do gonna fail. Not everything you do gonna fail. And I'm I'm so happy for that. Y'all can hop in on y'all other news. Fuck Gwen Bounce Check. Fuck her. I cannot wait for Jack to tell her to get the hell out of Dodge. So, even though I'm over the story, Johnny, Joe Devil did entertain me this week. Um, He's doing the Lord's work, destroying Gabby and Jake. I'm enjoying it so much because I haven't liked them since they got together. Um, and when he threatened Thomas and Charlotte, that was funny. <laughs> and it literally, like, whenever Johnny was fighting back, it looked like he was being punched in the punched in the balls from the inside. It's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... I appreciate that they're actually like getting into that now. I just wish that they'd been doing it all 
Like, I wish that we had got, like, kind of the way that we saw Marlena fighting back the whole time. I kind of wish that they had been doing that with Johnny because I feel like they let it go yeah. for too long without that point of view. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was going to say, like, mine is um, Ray is a player from the Himalayas because <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely trying to play Paulina. And I think that he has figured out that in order to get where he wants to be with Lonnie, he needs to have built some sort of a bridge with Paulina because she's not going anywhere and she's yeah. an obstacle. That man yeah. slicker than a can of oil. Okay. And he's he's pulling out all of his old manipulative tricks yeah, to try to like, get her there. He an old school I'm worried. I'm like, they wouldn't go there with them romantically again, would they? Yeah, I, and like you could see I don't it when think he was so. like, he's giving he me like, box Chevy and gold tooth wow. I like <laughs> you're so annoying not that, diamond in the back but it's, but it's accurate <laughs> that might be the podcast title <laughs> box Chevy and gold tooth wise like he was i mean he he laid it on he was like i i i hit rock bottom i was in prison I, I should have treasured you. And I'm just like, this is a we didn't heard, <laughs> heard it all before. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. really, I was really laying it gave Paulina a moment of awareness, though, because when she had yeah. that flashback of exactly how pushy she's been with Lonnie since the reveal, that's I why kind of worked. loved that. That's yeah. why he's that's why such a good manipulator, because he knows how to use, he's he knows her. her. Yeah. He knows how to push her buttons. He knows how to mix just enough of the truth in with the lie so that it's believable and you want to buy into it. Because yeah. it's like he doesn't even have details about that. Mm-mm. But he knows how she is. So yep. he knows. He, so he knows that she's probably, you know, been a little pushy, been a little oh, over, over the, the top, top a little overbearing. Over <laughs> yeah. he, kn- he the thing is, the thing is, I feel like for me, the actor choice really works because yeah. I really wanted to believe him. That's Derek. I wanted to believe him so bad. <laughs> But in my head, I do. This man ain't worth a damn. Yeah, even Paulina had a moment because, like, yeah, when she when she left that room, she was like, "Uh, yeah, I gotta remember who he is." Yep, it's working. Yeah. That's the scary. She's and she's scared of that. You you can you could see how she fell into that relationship with him because yeah. he is he, he is very charismatic when he needs to be. He is very believable when he needs to be. And then to like the moment when he sent the flowers, like that little split second where she thought they were from Abe. Oh yeah, I did. I did think she was going to pour the flowers on his head instead of dropping them at his feet. You saw the promo. And I will say, thank God that the scenes played better in the episode than they did in that promo because the promo had it very comedic, and it wasn't that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling it would play. The way we expected to, I, I thought it was interesting that she reflected on on how she was with Lonnie initially when the truth came out. I did not see that coming. Me either. But like Ray is, I think he he has shown 
since he came to Salem that he has not changed. And not a bit at all. We're seeing He's probably gotten slicker. Yeah. We're seeing we're seeing how manipulative he is. And I think because like Lonnie right now is curious, I think I think she might be easier to manipulate manipulate than Paulina because of her curiosity. Yeah. But I don't think Paulina and Eli are gonna let her be manipulated. Yeah. No. Which is why he knows he needs one or the other. Exactly. Yeah. And and Eli's already not let him know it ain't gonna be him. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I love those scenes. You might get one, but I ain't the one. Yeah. <laughs> That's <hilarious. laughs> He's gonna confront her him in a few weeks or two one week, basically. And then to the other thing, did y'all pick up I, I Johnny Demira, you in danger boy? Did y'all pick up what he said he went to prison for? No, what oh, was it? What did he say? He was stealing Still, money. Yes, from his he was he was defrauding his clients. Oh hell! Y'all didn't pick that up. Hold on, y'all didn't pick. (laughs) I picked that up. Okay, really, really long. So I was watching, and I was watching from work, so I was in and out. Baby, I I said he was all up in the the church, sneaking in the. He was still in Tice money, y'all. Okay, I I caught that immediately. Okay, I don't miss a scam. I'm actually really curious to see where that goes because once because once EJ gets out of jail, EJ versus TR if TR is trying to come for Demara money. I mean, it, and it makes a lot of sense if you know anything about the entertainment industry. Oh, he's a oh he's he's a thieving scammer. Yeah, yeah. It it makes a whole lot of sense now why he's suddenly making movies because. Yeah, especially so Johnny, if he was in the music business before. It's like Johnny, watch your wallet. That's all I'm saying. Well, Johnny can't watch it because Johnny ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I, I peeped that immediately. I was like, mm, okay. And who? How long is he gonna be around? Because who knows? Maybe he and Leo hatch a hatch a plot. No. I mean, he's he's around a while at least because, like, we got his ex from now, like, from March until June. So I imagine we have him at least that long, if not longer. And I know for a fact he's on contract because his family lives in Boston. His wife and kids live in Boston, so he yeah, they plus he was, gave him he was, a contract to come to LA. Yeah, he was he was, and plus he was in the contract section of the cast. Um, that makes that. sense because all my children aired in New York. That makes a ton of sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, plus he was in the contract section of the cast in that lovely little uh, cast collage photo that, not bring that, <laughs> that we're not allowed to talk about anymore. Mm-mm. 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 We see how well I listen. Not on this land. <laughs> but yeah, but before, there's a lot of places they can go with Ray. He's... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. But before uh, Ari picks her in other news thing i will go ahead and say that i actually really enjoyed um jack telling xander about sarah and like the way that paul played it like when he kind of had the wind knocked out of him and you kind of saw him like sit down i was like oh that was a really nice moment there and then like when he ran out of the room like a bat out of hell right into sarah like that was just 
kind of a really kind of cool way to do it. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, like, I enjoy those things too. Because <laughs> he just started questioning everything he remembered from his interactions with Sarah and Kristen. Because when, when he said, when he when Jack was like, no, that was Ava, which it wasn't, but <laughs> he's like, but wait, that makes no damn sense. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Paul is really underrated. He is. And I just, I just feel like they need to, I, I want them to like really, really recognize what they have with him because he's really good. He has not, he has rarely missed. He is rarely missed. As, as, prob- as problematic as Xander can be at times, the problems are never with Paul. Yeah. No, he, he literally saved the character of Xander because a lesser actor probably wouldn't have been able to not at make, all. make us give a damn about him. Not at all. Not even a little bit. That, not, not after what he did to Nicole and then he shot Marlena? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs> Uh, they the only had saving, that, no. the only saving grace there is he was a bad shot and he was aiming for Eric. No, but they, he, they they had to do that though because had it not been Xander, it would have been Eric that shot Marlene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't good either way. But like, had had Xander been aiming for Marlena, like it would have been a wrap. Like he's just he's so talented, and I just. I hope that they appreciate what they have in him and like give him a little like, okay. Yeah. Xander's got like, you know, nice himbo energy. He plays comedy really well, but I do want them to give him a little more meat and potatoes. Cause he, which I think weirdly can this deliver. story can do as crazy zany as this story is him fighting for Sarah and trying to get her to remember who she is. That could get be everything in terms of material for Paul. And I, like, I, I want to see like the two sides of him because when he finds out the lengths that Gwen has gone through. Oh boy, the rage, the vengeance. Like uh, she has not met Xander at his worst. She does, no, not she, kn- she does not know who it is she's been playing her little reindeer games with and I cannot wait for her to find out. Listen, if he wanted to, like, listen, if he wanted to lock her in a cage the way he locked up Nicole, I would not be mad at it. I want some dark, twisted shit. Like, I want him to be about to kill her ass. And, like, in you, she 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 admits she's pregnant. That's what I want. So, he, so, so instead of <laughs> killing her, he too, just locks like, her up. <laughs> honestly, I want, I want Sarah to help him. Yeah. Like, I want... Listen, tag team the bitch at this point. But before we run out of time, we should probably give Arya a chance to pick her in um, other news. So basically, my pick of in other news, um, Eli and Lonnie spend Valentine's Day at home and Chanel comes by and tells them about her affair with Allie. Um I thought they're Elaine Lonnie's Valentine's Day celebration was lovely, though short. I want to see even more romance for them without interruptions. Please and thank you. Um, their discussion about Ray added more context um, into the directions Elaine Lonnie are headed individually, uh, with Lonnie being curious and Eli being suspicious. I love the sisterly bond. Chanel and Lonnie are continuing to form, but I think they missed a massive beat here with those scenes. And it's it has annoyed me since I watched those 
Because when Chanel said or told them about her one night stand with Ali, and she said, you guys must think I'm a terrible person. That was the, the moment for Eli and Lonnie to point out that they've been in a similar situation before. And it's and, and really annoying They got a baby me. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could have brought up how their connection had been building prior to their one night stand, which in itself was the it's catalyst. Yep. It was the catalyst for so much for Ilani. And, like, it could have given, like, Chanel and Chow, <laughs> like, Chanel and Charlie more depth, insight, um, or at least Chanel more insight and depth into what she's going through. And like I mentioned before, I was going to talk about the secret. Had the secret been drawn out longer, like the secrecy about David Abraham's paternity, Lonnie could have given Chanel some good advice. But here we are. Like, I mean, I was... they would have to care about Eli and Lonnie to write that. So Yeah. But like... <sighs> It, it was so frustrating because it was right there. I but think yeah. that's like that's a recurring theme with yeah. days though and I think a lot of it is because they don't really do quiet moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but, they, they, they focus a lot on like the big stuff and the flashy things yeah. and mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of the quietly introspective organic moments which is i think and uh, you know i feel like that's to its detriment but at this point you kind of it's interesting though because we've gotten so much of the smaller quieter moments building up to a bigger thing with lonnie paulina like eli then this entire abe this entire storyline last year they had so much of it and they still kind of do i still think it's the best story um but they missed a huge opportunity here and that's what it, it frustrated me because it was right there and they've done such a good job of it but i don't know they missed it especially since it was valentine's day too like it could have it would it like because they were just kind of celebrating them as a couple. It could have been a nice little yeah. reminder. But I can also kind of see maybe why they didn't because of the state that Chanel was in. Like, I don't think they wanted to kind of make that moment about them. Yeah, but so it's I'm not kind of... in the way about making it about them. It's more like giving, giving Chanel, like being able to relate to her and telling her, like... Giving her a little bit of hope. Like, you'll yeah. get through this. We've been there. And also, like... Maybe. You're not a terrible person. You make people make mistakes. Exactly. And also like maybe making that pivoting that towards more like Charlie. I don't know. Somehow is Chanel having some like realization of some sort. Like drawing from Lonnie's experience and listening to that. Maybe you wanted to see Ch- Chanel get a moment of hope that maybe if EY and Lonnie could achieve all of that from a one night stand maybe she and Allie aren't as done as she thought well we've come to a special part of this podcast where I give a little breed to a special days related thing that really just burns my biscuits welcome to the Mavericks reading rainbow 
Where is my docket? Where is my docket? <clears throat> Repeat offender week. Ken Corday. Ken Corday. Come on down. Um, why you keep bringing that lady back? <laughs> I, I want to know. Why you keep bringing that lady back? I, I need answers. I need a written essay. Double spaced. <laughs> with 12 font. With a minimum of a thousand words, explain to me why you keep doing that. <laughs> no amount of nice dressing, and I hate this lady down. No nice bob will ever make me ignore the fact that I cannot stand that lady. That lady is a racist. That lady is a bigot. Why do you keep bringing this lady back? Why? Because Lord knows I cannot stand Pelissa Reeves. But that Bob, that Bob was bobbing. I don't care what nobody said. She said, "Quit playing, nigga. You are not known for the Bob." She did what she had. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hate you so much. I, I look. I, I look. I I can't stand that lady, but I can never. I can never upside from a good look and good weave combo. I can't can't overlook it. But fuck that lady. So Ken. I, I I need that essay in the mail. It, it needs to be postmarked by eleven fifty nine p.m. I I need answers as to why you keep bringing this lady back. Who's asking for this? Because I know I'm not. So that is my read of the week. Until you do right by me, Ken Corday, and relieve this situation by bringing Jennifer Rose back from the dead. Fuck you. And that is my read of the week. As for my brown liquor joint of the week, it is scrubbed the ground by Quavo and Young Miami. And I'll explain why in my praise of shade moment. Praise of shade. Let's get the ball rolling. Dylan, praise of shade. Okay, I am throwing a tiny, tiny little bit of shade on the whole Sarah as Renee thing. I'm going to let you have this one. <laughs> Because, like, I listen, I rock with things, I hand wave things away, but it's usually me. <laughs> they are going to have to deal with the elephant in the room of I, her vision is perfectly fine. She should clearly be able to see that the Tony in her memories or whatever is significantly older than the man standing in front of her now as is Anna as is Kayla like so like I and looking in the mirror you know one of these things is not like the other so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they're gonna have there's some disconnect there that they're gonna have to kind of find a way to connect because it's not it Look, I'm I'm rolling with a lot with this story already. So the things, little things like that that don't make sense, take you even further out of okay. I'm I'm trying to give you grace. I just clearly, <laughs> like clearly, there has been a passage of time for everyone but her. So maybe all these people telling you that you're actually Sarah Horton. And there might be a little validity. I don't, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying just the tiniest bit of shade. Cause this is not, 
the math ain't math. And if Johnny has six apples, <laughs> so y'all went out. <laughs> I, knew, I knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> that's it. That's I, I'm just you know. That's it. I'm done. I just you know for their consideration. That's Please, I'm saying. Nick, praise the shade. <laughs> um, shade. Uh, I would like. Oh, the gloves are off this week, folks. I'm. T- I want to see the Negroes more than once a week. I want to see them. Woo! I want. I want Lonnie to get a bit more point of view in a story about her father. Her father. <laughs> this is. You did all you turned this. Turned it down some a little. You did all this to undo her paternity, and now we're barely getting her. And it's not. I'm. I understand Lamon's on recurring, but Sal isn't. We still yeah, have her. That's weird. That's Utilize weird. her, that's but you also weird. weren't utilizing them both when they were both on contract. Oh, we, okay, uh, we should see Paulina more. We should see Abel. We should see TR on. more. We should see let's, all of them more. Let's move on. <laughs> this was a nice podcast. I mean, he is still wrong, nice. Though. He's not. He's not. He's not. I get maybe they're trying to like. You're burning the establishment down. <laughs> no, but I get maybe they want like Chanel on one day and uh, Pauline and Lonnie, Eli on another day. But Can we, okay. this is a okay. huge, okay. huge story and they're not playing that. Okay, okay. So, Given Winter's Wednesdays, yep. we don't like that. But, but here's the thing with Ariette's point of view. Where she said, Well, they bring Chanel up one day and then Lonnie and next. I'm trying to figure out a way to say this. One black counterpart being shown with a group of all white counterparts does not showing the black people make. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Just you, might as well, you, you might as well show five white folks. Yep. Meaning we should see couldn't... all of them more. Also, considering that they changed the character of Chanel since Precious left, it, are y'all sure that's a role y'all want to go with when trying to spread the black people sporadically? Because it's, it's it's not looking too nice. So so use the black people. See, I can. It's a way to say it, Nick. <laughs> use, I'm tired of being nice. <laughs> let's move on. Are you at praise or shade? Jesus wept. I'm gonna. Praise because I, I've got way too much to shade that I don't even know where to begin. The show is frustrating as fuck as it is. What? So, <laughs> where, where's the praise coming into? Hold on. I'm getting there. Keep going. I love this song. So, I'm going to praise something this week that was really unexpected. And I have to give credit to the show for doing something genuinely funny. And that was, drum roll, p- please. Gwen showing up at the police station with her get up and Ava's reaction to it. I, the snowman line was hilarious. Yes, that was so funny. Like, I I don't know how funny it was to you guys, but I, I was on the floor because <laughs> I, I did not expect it. Uh, I wish the show actually... It's coming across right now as what a daytime soap is supposed to be instead of being actually a daytime soap. 
but this was genuinely funny so I had to praise the show because it was basically aside from Milani basically the only thing I enjoyed this week girl that is not <laughs> that was the show was, it was it was backhanded was as hell but I I told you guys I had some shit Aria 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 that was funny. I'm going to let them cook on you. I'm going to let them, them cook on you. But just know I support that message. But listen, it was. I funny. love a good backhanded shade. It that was, was like, sh- this, this show ain't shit, but that was nice. <laughs> I mean, that was basically it. I have to give credit for something funny or something good. And that was good. So I gave it. That. that was the most backhanded you... compliment I've ever heard, like, and I'm living for it. I like, love that. The Mavericks please. influence. The they Mavericks haven't... influence. I love it so much. They haven't done anything remotely okay. interesting. Okay, we. It's devolving into shade. So Aria pitched shade. That's three shade. <laughs> Tony, are you going to make this a four shade? <laughs> Damn right I am. Um, okay, that's okay. four shades so far. Yep, I, I'm picking shade this week, and I praised him earlier, but my God, Xander Cook Kyriakis was a clown this week. When his dumb ass fixed his face to say that he wanted Jennifer to stand up for Gwen at their wedding, all of you. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. He, he can't be pretty because those he, Okay. He can't be pretty and smart all the time. <laughs> all right. Sometimes no, he has like, to pick a lane. His, his brain cells went on vacation. They were they, they just abandoned ship because he was he was looking like Bozo the Cloud. Like you have like you have to be. You have to be an idiot to think that that would even be remotely a possibility like dude no absolutely fucking not okay so that's four shades and for <laughs> me i have two praises Look at you. Uh, my first praise is for that restaurant that i want them to do something with it's giving me strip club with good chicken wing vibes and I, I like told you it was, a, it was a blue note cheating heart hybrid. Like, I feel like if I walk in, I'm going to hit 100 on my neck with 50 on the stop. Why stand at my diamond? Hey, I'm with you, Dan. In the valley. Okay. But like, that's exactly <laughs> why I picked my brown liquor joint of the week to be strubbed the ground because that's exactly what I hear when I we see that restaurant. It's giving classy strip club vibes. Um, Call it the colonnade room. And no. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we might get sued. Never mind. So the colonnade no room money. adjacent. Something <laughs> like that. Make it nice. And my other praise, it might be shocking, but the Bob on the ghost of Jennifer Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Quit playing, nigga. You know, no, for the Bob. <laughs> that, that Bob was something else. And I have to give praises with praises this dude. That was a nice bob. I love a good bob. And that is praise or shade for this week, you guys. Y'all didn't think I was going to have any praise, but here we are. Any final thoughts? Um, 
Lucas Adams was really good. Give him something to do. Yeah. Cosine. Honestly. Write better stories. Thank you. Overall, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say something nice at the end for this spot. We're getting the Cole Walker Brady back. Holly fucking Luya. And that is our show, you guys. Um, tune in next week and remember, save a horse, ride the Maverick. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later, y'all. So long. <laughs>